Let's move to another medical dilemma. This one is happening in birds. You've probably been hearing about the bird flu, which has been a concern as it is being watched really all around the world. And these things move very quickly. I know in the United States they've been watching it and and really bracing for any export losses from poultry producers. Now it's been confirmed in Ontario what happens here? Joining us is Dr. Cheyenne Sharif, who's an immunologist at the Ontario Veterinary College. Dr. Sharif, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. We're watching this move around the world. How close is it to home here? It is actually very close to home. It is certainly very close to my home. Uh, the first case uh, in commercial flocks were identified not too long ago. It was just one week ago or so that it was first identified in my area. I live in Guelph and I work in Guelph. Uh, so it is actually hitting very close to home for me. Can you explain what it is? What does it look like in birds? Because I know even naturalists are watching for it. How do birds get sick with this? Uh, so uh, it. It's basically spread uh, through the uh, sort of phase that we also get infected, for example, with influenza viruses or perhaps even with COVID-19 virus, um, meaning that um, uh, the virus can live for short periods of time on surfaces, on contaminated surfaces, and when the animal is exposed to those contaminated surfaces, it could pick up the virus, and then it becomes um, infected. At the same time, perhaps more importantly, the virus can uh, be found in in the air, and as a result of that, uh, when the when the bird inhales the virus, then it can get infected. The sort of signs of disease are quite dramatic because this is the so-called highly pathogenic strain or subtype of avian influenza virus. And what it means, it means that it causes severe disease. So the disease is usually in the form of, for example. Uh, uh, coughing in the form of sneezing, in the form of diarrhea, and um, in many cases, sudden death in birds. And specifically, I'm uh, talking about poultry, chickens, and turkeys. They can become infected quite readily, and within a matter of a few days or so, they can die of the disease. So it's quite abrupt um, uh, and, and quite deadly. We're hearing that zoos are hiding their birds or putting them kind of in COVID screened in areas. It's incredible to see the penguins behind all this plastic. (laughs) But let me ask you, there's a debate here because we know it was a big deal as Toronto had these backyard hen programs. Do you think that they're going to have to shut down or are they a worry here? Um, I, I wouldn't really go to the extent of saying that, it, that, that everything has to be shut down, but I would really ask the public to take some precautionary measures um, uh, when it comes down to backyard flocks, because backyard flocks are certainly exposed to uh, migratory birds, wild birds. And as a result of that, they could be exposed to avian influenza. And more importantly, they're also exposed to other kinds of Uh, disease-causing microbes that have the potential to jump from poultry to humans. So we do actually want to make sure that people can enjoy those backyard flocks, but at the same time, they take some precautionary measures to protect not only themselves, but also those birds from any potential consequences of exposure to avian influenza. I'm kind of becoming a a bird watcher. I certainly have been since the pandemic. And (laughs) I've always loved birds, but I see them in a new way. What about the wildlife? How much much of a a challenge is this for our wonderful birds in this country? I I think you're hitting the nail on the head. I think, you know, we're not only concerned about 
uh, our, our poultry industry, we should also be concerned about our ecology and, and, and what would happen to our wonderful birds in Ontario. The reality is that this uh, particular strain of virus has no boundaries in terms of infecting birds, all kinds of birds. So a lot of uh, species of birds are are going to become infected if they're exposed to the virus. The good thing, however, is that some birds are resistant and some birds are susceptible. But I can tell you that many birds are extremely susceptible. So we are going to see die-offs. If this, this, uh, if this particular virus has a chance to propagate itself and has a chance to uh, transmit itself to um, birds in Ontario, and it's already done that, perhaps you know, in a limited fashion, but if it does have the opportunity to spread further, we could actually see die-offs, and, and I think that's also quite disconcerting for a number of reasons, not only for wild birds, but also for poultry, because the more uh, wild birds and migratory birds become infected, there's also more chance for commercial flocks and also for uh, backyard flocks to become infected. Dr. Sharif, we're almost out of time, but I do want to ask you, what about birds like uh, that were uh, under under threat? You had bald eagles starting to come back, really come back in Canada. I spent a lot of time on the East Coast, and the bald eagles are becoming so numerous. But they're top of the food chain there. Don't they have a, would they have a greater risk? Because they're eating other birds that could be affected too. There is very little evidence that um, by eating um, um, animals could get infected. But unfortunately, I'm going to have to disappoint you, Arlene, because unfortunately, bald eagles also become infected and they could die of avian influenza. So I think, you know, we need to make sure that we protect not only our commercial poultry, backyard poultry, but also our uh, migratory birds and wild birds, uh, wild birds, because they're all very much susceptible and exposed to, to this virus. All right. All eyes and ears on our bird friends. Uh, Dr. Cheyenne Sharif, thank you for joining us. I appreciate all your information today. And Dr. Sharif is an immunologist at the Ontario Veterinary College. And there we go. I mean, so many things, isn't it? We take stuff for granted and then it becomes under threat. One thing after another, after another. We took being able to breathe outside and inside and not worry about it for granted. And we took freedom in a lot of ways for granted. And now we're watching the situation in Ukraine and birds. As we look around and appreciate all these things, there we have it, a new kind of threat.